We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's a Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans' high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego High School. Boy, anytime you can get a coach on who's won back-to-back and to back, I think they've won three at Lakeland Conference Championships in a row, and, and their head football coach, it's it's, uh, it's moving day-to-day. So he's been kind enough to give us a couple of minutes. I know he's busy as all get out. Uh, Colin Bruton, who is the head football coach at Lakeland Coach, Thanks a lot for a couple of minutes of your time. How are you doing today? Hey, doing well. It's an exciting day. We're uh, you know happy to be on with you guys, but but also excited about our guys getting back on campus. Man, three consecutive championships, three trips to the NCAA Division three playoffs in the in your first three years, coach. This it's, it comes easy to you, I guess, right? Oh, it's never easy. <laughs> uh, it's never easy, and it's you know it's another challenge again this year, but. We've been fortunate. We got really good kids in our program, and really competitive kids, and we got a good staff. And you know, our guys, uh, you know, the expectation is that we're going to be there at the end of the year again this year, and and, and that's uh, that's not going to change. Hey, coach, we we're talking during the break, uh, uh, Coach McMillan and myself, and you know, you guys are in a tough spot. You know, Division Three football in the state of Wisconsin to compete with with the schools like Whitewater, Oshkosh, Lacrosse, Stevens Point, Platteville. You know that conference. Maybe the best D three conference in the state in in the country, and you guys being where you're at, trying to recruit kids from Milwaukee to, to come to Lakeland, and the kids from the state of Wisconsin to come to Lakeland, that's a tough job for you. Yeah, it's, it's not easy. You know, I saw uh, Whitewater posted the video of their new locker room just the other day, and it's uh, you know sometimes you feel like you're playing in a different different ball game than they are. Um, but you know that that league's great. The state league's great. And, uh, got a tremendous amount of respect for the, for the job those coaches do in their programs, and you know, for us, it's it's forced us a little bit, like you said, to recruit a little bit more out of state. Uh, we, we've had to change our focus a little bit, and um, you know, we're still competing. We're still trying to get the best Wisconsin kids, and there's great football in Wisconsin, uh, while also realizing that you know, it, when Whitewater and Oshkosh and the Cross really want a kid, um, you know, sometimes it's 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 hard for Lakeland to get in the ball game with those guys, and I think it's the same for a lot of the. A lot of the other private schools, but you know we, we got to keep battling and keep trying to build things the right way, and, and and hope that eventually we can beat one of those teams. And that's that's kind of what it comes down to. We we've been the last two years we've drawn Whitewater and Oshkosh in, in the uh, in the first round of the playoffs, and those are never never really the teams you want to see. Uh, but we also know if we keep giving ourselves an opportunity to play in that game, um, you know hopefully eventually we're going to break through. Hey, coach, let's talk a little bit, a little bit about this year's team. Uh, how you feeling about the group that you have coming back? I know you lost some really talented players from last year's roster. Yeah, you know, it, it was a it was a really good senior group for us. So we lost uh, our quarterback Michael Whitley was a a three-year starter, three-year conference player of the year, was a second team all-American and 
know, that's a question we keep getting is how you're going to replace Whitley. And, you know, we feel like we got three quarterbacks in the mix um, returning that are all pretty good players that they're going to be competing. And we lost three receivers that, that caught 70 more balls each. And, and then we lost, you know, kind of our whole secondary. So it, it's, it's definitely a different year for us, uh, but we feel good. We got a big recruiting class coming in. Uh, we feel like we're going to be really talented up front on the offensive line. Uh, we return everybody in the front six on defense, so that's exciting. Um, and we got three really good running backs uh, coming back. So, you know, we feel good, but it's different. You know, it's definitely not the, the experience we've had coming back. You know, a year ago we went into camp and we probably knew, you know, although you always say there's competition, we probably knew 15 or 16 or 17 of our starters kind of who they were going to be. And this year that number isn't there. You know, we're probably feel really good about 10 or 12 guys, but there's going to be a lot more competition. Um, the biggest thing for us though is we feel like our depth has changed. You know, the, the Going into my fourth year as head coach, you know, the kind of the floor of our roster has really improved. You know, it used to be where, you, you know, in 2015 when I came, you know, took over as head coach, we probably had 30 or 40 guys you really felt like you could count on to play significant varsity snaps on a Saturday. And, and now that number, you know, is much closer to the, the full number of our roster. It's much closer to 100, so that's exciting. Hey, Coach, where uh, where'd you grow up? I'm, lo- I'm reading your background, and you got a heck of a uh... – a bio here with uh, Wisconsin Platteville University of Illinois and some of the other things yeah, you got going. So I, I, grew, I grew up in the Chicago suburbs, um, so originally on the south side of Chicago, and then my parents kind of moved out to the west suburbs when I was in high school. So I uh, grew up in the Chicago suburbs and, and you know played ball at, uh, at Benedict University in, in uh, suburban Chicago and then ended up transferring to University of Illinois and finishing up down there and, and didn't play down there, but uh, you know went to school down there and then was fortunate to get hired at Wisconsin Platteville. And you know, I've spent now – 15 years of my life, last 15 years in the state of Wisconsin. So I guess I'm, though I'm a Bears fan, I guess I'm officially a Cheesehead now. Oh, I'm sure you're a what fan? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Don't cut yeah. off the call now. No. But, uh... Man, sorry, we've got to finish this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah to get a uh, degree in political science and be coaching at Lakeland, I, I, your parents didn't see that coming, Coach. No, no. Originally the plan was, uh, was political science at law school, and that, that was the plan, and Kind of made a decision about midway through the the college career that uh, you know I wanted to coach and wanted to get into this uh, crazy profession and you know so far I've been I've been blessed to work at two really good places and you know this is my 12th year now at Lakeland so it's been it's been a great run and we you know feel like we're building something special but yeah definitely wasn't the uh, wasn't the initial plan when I started. Hey coach, um, if you can. And, and I'm going to throw – I didn't give you warning on this, but we'd love to ask a college uh, basketball and football coach to give us one or two staple drills that you guys do that you believe in so much that you do on a daily basis, whether it's a, a quarterback drill or a receiver drill or linebacker sure. drill. But give us one that, that you believe in so much that you think you guys need to do every day. Yeah, you know, I think there's a couple things that we do. Uh, the first thing we do, and it's not really a one specific drill, but we train ankles um, all the time. We're, we're trying to strengthen ankles. We're trying to work just on um, just balancing on one ankle and just strengthening and being able to, to uh, you know, to have that strength in the ankles. I think that's something that regardless of what position you play, um, it's kind of something that, that's overlooked at times. It's just that ankle flexibility, um, that ankle strength. So we're going to do that every day. Um, and then for us, you know, there's certain things we do. You know, I, I coach the DBs in, in our program, and we start out just backpedaling on a line every day. We've done that for the last five or six years, and, and that starts at uh, we're training guys really just to backpedal at a walk. Um, so they're going to walk on a line and try to keep their feet on that line, uh, pump their arms, keep their shoulders over their toes, all those basic um, 
basic backpedal drills that probably everybody does day one. You know, we do it day one. We also do it day 90 um, of the season. We start out every day, and our guys know that they're going to start with that technique. And we kind of had that philosophy throughout um, throughout all of our position groups. You know, we're going to start with uh, just those basic basic drills and, and uh, you know, start just kind of that stance and start type thing. We do that every day. And I think it's important to, to constantly emphasize. It's easy to emphasize, you know, August 12th. It's harder to emphasize November 12th, but, but you see it. Uh, the other thing that we're going to do, and I think we, something that we've done really well as, as a coaching staff, is we try to put ourselves in game situations every day. So if we're going to do a scrimmage situation, um, and, and we'll, do, you know, we'll, we'll get out and scrimmage, we're going um, you know, to have a clock. We're going to have a down and distance every time. So we're not going to be in a situation where we're in a team segment, we're running 20 plays. You know, we're going to get the clock going. I think it helps our, our coaches, it helps our coordinators make sure they're calling plays. Uh, based on down and distance, based on score, based on situation in the game. Uh, but then it also helps our players know that, hey, if we're in a situation, we're in a, a two-minute situation or we're in a four-minute situation, we're running out the clock, this is kind of what we're going to expect to have called. And, and I think that's something that's really helped us as well. Boy, that's good stuff. Hey, Coach, uh, last thing, if I've got some student-athletes uh, listening and their parents listening, we just had Jack Rankins on from Recruiting Realities. Yep. If you were going to tell – these kids one or two things that it takes to play at the next level if they're going to come to Lakeland what what would you tell them yeah, I think the first thing I tell them just Lakeland specifically we got a really good thing going you, you mentioned the conference championships but you know we've had some major improvements on campus we got a brand new stadium that, that we opened up in 2017 that, that's uh, you know brand new turf field stands lights the whole works we opened up a brand new campus center that just opened a week ago that, that's going to house our cafeteria, but just, just an outstanding uh, place for, for our students. So that's kind of Lakeland specific. I think we got a really nice thing going. Uh, the biggest thing I think with recruiting now is, is find the place that makes sense for you. You know, the, the thing that drives me crazy, and I think if you talk to college coaches in any sport, um, you know, sometimes with recruiting now, it, it's more about the social media. Um, it's more about being able to put, I got my, you know, blessed to get my 12th offer. Um, and, and it's all about kind of just trying to accumulate these offers to impress our friends and, right. and things like that. And, and, and that's not what it's about. It's about finding the place that's going to be uh, the right place for you. For some guys, um, that's a Division One school. For some guys, it's, it's a Division Three school. But you got to find the place that you can play at, the place that academically makes sense for you. Uh, the place that makes sense for your family with location and things like that. It's, it's, it's a total package. But you know, don't get caught up in the in the glitz and glamour. You know, it drives me crazy when you see kids go on visits now and um, all the pictures looks like all they do is they do a fashion shoot. They go and try on the uniform and they're in their locker room and they're on the field and, and you wonder if they're getting any information about the school, about uh, campus life, about obviously the academics and the, the academic support system. It, it looks like all the... Uh, what a lot of schools are going to is you're getting the kid in the uniform and you're taking all these pictures and, and it's, it's this big, uh, you know, that's what's become important. And th that can't be what's important. That stuff goes away, you know, day one of classes. And, and what's important is finding a place where people are going to support you, people are going to care about you, um, and, and just do things the right way. So you know, that's my, my biggest suggestion. And, and I think that's changed in the last two or three or four years. You know, the number of kids at our level, Division three. Um, the first thing they want to ask is, you know, five minutes into the initial phone conversation is, do I have an offer? And, and, you know, obviously at Division Three, we, we can't wear off on roster spots. We're not offering scholarships. But, um, you know, this process isn't about just accumulating offers. It's about finding the right place. Hey, I want to thank Daniel, a um, guy I work with who, who played at Lakeland, had nothing but great things to say about you, um, Coach, and he reached out to you for me. Uh, Z is a good guy, does a lot of good work here. Uh, do you remember him playing up there? 
No, absolutely. He was uh, he was a good one for us. Was kind of a kind of a goofy guy, but played a little bit of offense. But was primarily a kind of a nose interior defensive lineman for yeah. us, and, and was a, a really nice player for us. Was a guy that was kind of a rotational guy for for his last three years, and, and saw the field quite a bit. Had a nice career. Now, now you know, now he's doing a great job. I know on the uh, on the radio, he is. it's exciting to to hear him. Hey, coach. To be honest with you, he said to me that I would have transferred had it not been for Coach Bruton. That's 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 cool to hear. You know, yeah. like I said, he was a big uh, fan of yours. He was a good one and, and a really really good person. Excellent. Hey, coach, thanks a lot. Uh, good luck next week or not next week? The first, I think, right at yep. Carroll yep. University. Correct. Yep. Yeah, get after it. Uh, get everybody settled in today. Keep them out of trouble today, coach. Yeah, we're gonna try. I appreciate it. You got it, uh, Coach Bruton at Lakeland University. And get to a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save Stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our friends at your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside the athletic director at Muskego High School. He's Ryan McMillan. Ryan, as long as we've known each other, you know I love programs that give back to the community. Totally, you it's know, awesome. So what I, I just I, I think they're they're just the best, and and people that get involved in it, and people that put the sweat equity in to make these programs really work, to be able to benefit some of our student athletes and some of our students in the city of Milwaukee. I I want to promote and highlight and celebrate. And uh, joining us right now, she is uh, the Assistant Divisional Director of Development for the Salvation Army. I've always been a huge Salvation Army fan, so this is a treat for me. Faith Colas. Faith, how are you today? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes of your time. Um, Faith, you guys are partnering with with your local pick-and-save stores on a back-to-school program that I've just really impressed with. And I know the Salvation Army uh, has done this in the past Pick and Save now being a partner, I, I really like the fact that you can walk into a Pick and Save store and, and they have prepackaged um, back-to-school products and they have uh, as big a uh, display as, as I've seen that you can pick up your own stuff and then pick some stuff up and put it in the Salvation Army bin and you guys then will, will uh, deliver those and get them out to kids in the community that need help with back-to-school supplies. Well, that is very true. I mean, this is a wonderful partnership with Pick and Say. We're so delighted to have them on board and to have their support. They've been a longtime supporter of the Salvation Army. They support us during our Red Kettle campaign by allowing us to um, have bell ringers there. And so many of your listeners um, uh, get a chance to see all those folks during the Christmas holiday season, but also the shoppers of and your listeners, uh, the shoppers of Pick and Save and your listeners um, have an opportunity as they experience the wonderful uh, stores of Pick and Save and have that experience with their families while they're shopping. They can also uh, give back. And Pick and Save has made it so easy right. to shop and enjoy their store, but to pick up an already assembled uh, school supply kit that you can just pay for and drop it in the bin. And we at the Salvation Army will pick those bins up 
and get those out to students and families that are in great need. And so it is, as you say, it is a wonderful partnership. It's a wonderful opportunity for people to give back um, and making it so convenient. And I think that that's part of it Right. Um, in giving back is making it convenient for people to do so because we live in a very giving city. It's, Milwaukee is a very giving city. We see that every year and how people help us meet our Red Kettle campaign. But we'll see it again during this time of year, during the summer and in the, in the weeks um, that Pick and Save has set aside for their customers to support the Salvation Army's backpack and uh, school supply uh, program. You know, I, I think that it's six ninety nine for that prepackaged um, and and it's it's easy again. It's seven yeah. bucks. So it's when you're going bucks. through, buy you know buy one buy two. How many yeah. of these? Um, how many kids were served with the program you did last year? I, I thought I saw a number of thirty two hundred something like that. Yes, and it was over four thousand um, backpacks and and individual school supplies. Uh, that we were able to provide to area children um, heading back back to school. And, you know, that was five schools, five area schools. That was all of the children that we feed in our summer meals uh, program, Feed the Kids. All of those children were able to sign up and receive uh, book bags and school supplies. And the children that come to our four area centers in Milwaukee, um, and that also includes the children that live at our homeless shelter. So all of these children, over 4,000, were able to receive um, items for school, get them ready for school. Parents don't have to worry about that. And as a community, we know we've all done our part. And a little bit at a time, just a little bit, goes an extremely long way. And what's the deadline on... on when people can can uh, can get this until when will you be picking all this up through the end of august so we want you to go out and enjoy stay fair um and we want you to enjoy all the other summer stuff but schools are starting and they're all staggered and we've already began to pick up barrels and do sorting and get um school supplies into the hands of children and so those folks that are listening to your show today still have time until the end of the month. Because, you know, here's the other thing I like for people to remember. Even though school may be starting in some areas and at some locations on Monday, and we're collecting um, through Pick and Save school supplies uh, through the end of the month, we all know that children need these things all year round. So, yes, this helps them get a good start. But also the items that we pick up at the end of the month, that helps with students as they continue throughout the year. Hey, Faith, before I let you go, I, I have to tell you that I was a huge Eric Vaughn fan. Thank you so much. I just, you. do you know, anybody in radio, uh, anybody who had a chance to meet him personally, um, yeah. We, we miss him. Our community Thank misses you. him a lot. Thank and you so much for that. Yeah, you're welcome. What a class act. I, yes. I, I don't know anybody that didn't like him, Faith. Yes, I agree with you. Just a class act. Agree. And Thank you could, you. you know, you could disagree with him on stuff and oh, have, that con- have that conversation without anybody yelling and getting mad. Right. It was, 
And at the end, you shake hands and say, hey, Eric, good to see you. Yeah, good to see you. But I, exactly. we, we miss him. Our community misses him dearly. Thank you so much. He was, as you say, a class act, and he respected the opinions of others. And so I really appreciate you uh, sharing your sentiments uh, with my late, about my late husband. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Faith. Thank you, and keep up the good work. Again, I'm a huge Salvation Army fan, so anything I can do to help you, please let me know. Well, I appreciate that. I just encourage your uh, listeners to visit us at samilwaukee.org to learn more about the backpack program and to um, support the uh, Pick and Save. We appreciate Pick and Save, and we appreciate you and your listeners at the fan. You got it. Thank you, Faith. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, her her late husband was Eric Vaughn, who just, you know, was was in this market a long time in in the media, and he— just the, one of the classiest men that you could ever meet. Loved our community dearly. You know what? And didn't did not shy away from discussions. Never got to an argument. Just discussions. And he would say, "Nah, that I don't think you're right on that." And then you'd kind of get, laugh and go back and forth a little bit, but it never got out of hand. And and uh, I'd met him a couple of times and just had a, tr- a tremendous amount of respect for him. And I know that she's still. It's been gone two years, and she's still sad. Yeah, it's people and programming like this that build communities. Communities need this, and, and if you're not getting involved in support, and please consider doing so. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Matt Hensler, Lake Geneva Badger, is going to join us. He's one of my favorite guys. He, dude. Yeah, he doesn't take any of this all that seriously. Nope. You know what? They've had a lot of success. We got him again this this year on Thursday Night Lights, and we're going to talk to Matt on the other side. This is the Wendy's. Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside the athletic director at Muskego High School. He is Ryan McMillan. You know, Coach, we, 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 us in the media, we don't want to have our favorites. We can't have favorites. Right. But I don't care. One of my favorites is Hensler at, at Lake Geneva Badger. The guy does make me laugh. He's a good man. And uh, I always like to get him on the show every once in a while. Normally, it's near the end of the season, and I'm as good luck charm as they're going getting deep into the playoffs. But <laughs> this year, I figured I'd get, get to him early. Coach Hensler, how you doing today? Hey, every day's a picnic, buddy. <laughs> pleasure, pleasure to join you. Hey, so how'd you guys look in your scrimmage? Uh, some good, some bad. Some drove me half mad, you know, that whole thing. So, uh, typical scrimmage. In the scrimmage, how many times did you throw the ball, by the way? Oh, my. Like eight or nine times. Really. Man. Yeah, we're turning over a new leaf. Fantastic. You guys are going, what, west coast? Wide uh, open? I, we're the Lake Geneva Coast offense. Yeah. So. That's... <laughs> You, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, you pulled out the Southern Lakes football preview written by Travis Wilson and showed your boys that he's not picking you guys to win that conference this year. That, you know, Travis is my guy, but, uh, you know, not as big a guy as you are. Yeah, well, but, uh, physically he's not. But. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more than comfortable under the radar. I'm okay with that. Well, you know, what's funny is you've won that conference two years in a row, and and I, you've got some kids coming back, right? 
Yeah, yeah, we got a handful here and there. Um, it's, uh, it's an interesting year because uh, we've got some solid guys and guys we can count on, but there's a there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of there was a lot of times last night that uh, you know we're looking out there on the field and there's maybe two or three guys that have ever taken a snap of varsity football. So last night it, it it did for us exactly what it was supposed to. We no injuries and we had a ton. We had a lot of guys in positions for the first time. Uh, just seeing things. Uh, there was a couple of kids that came off the field last night, and like, coach, I, I just I forgot everything. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> so, and that that's good because you get it out of the way then. You know, you want them to to treat that as that scrimmage situation uh, as intensely as a game, so you get all those jitters out of the way. And now, now we go to work and fix stuff. But it was pretty funny. There was a couple of kids like, why did you do that, coach? I I really don't even know. But the, you know what? You're right. That get it, get it done now, and don't uh, don't have it happen. You know when you guys you guys start out. Uh, you have Franklin coming. Is that it? No, uh, Waterford's got Waterford. We have, we have Greendale. So uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, and Greendale. They'll they'll throw about 900 different plays and a thousand different formations. So we'd better be in the right spots. Otherwise, both you'll find it. Well, week three, that Thursday night game, Lake Geneva Badger at Waterford. August thirtieth on my twenty four, uh, that should be a good one. That uh, some hard hits going on that game. Yeah, it's always a physical game. And uh, Waterford, uh, just talking to guys that were at their scrimmage last yeah uh, yesterday morning. They're their midseason form, big, fast, physical. So uh, we got to make one right away. We always got to make sure that our our uh, microphone isn't too close to the sidelines when they take a timeout. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying, because coach. Uh, Adam Bakken has a yeah. wonderful mastery of the English language, well, that's for sure. Uh, we've been down there enough that I watch him, and if he meets his team midway, don't don't bring the microphone anywhere near that. If they he lets them walk over the sidelines, that's okay. Right. We, we can have it. We can have it there. Hey, uh, Ryan, you you miss uh, this part of it. You you miss that. Like you can hear it in in his voice. He's he's chomping at the bit to get this thing going. And uh, do you miss this part of coaching? Yeah, I think uh, just dealing with the kids, and you, you hear uh, Coach laughing about his kids coming off and, and saying, you know, I forgot everything. And those are the little moments that, that lighten up the mood and, and, and brings you back to why you're doing what you're doing and, and you're teaching kids how to grow up and be men and learn from their mistakes and, and build a growth mindset and, and move forward as better uh, individuals of society. So that that stuff's cool. You miss that every now and again. and. Um, but other than that, I don't miss standing out in the heat sweating. <laughs> no, no, no doubt. Hey, um, th- let's talk a little Southern Lakes. For years now, guys like me have undersold Southern Lakes Conference. But do you think that that this year is going to be an uptick for them? Or I'm looking at you know he's picking Wilmot, Burlington, Social Central, Union Grove, um, going down the list. And I, I don't know, other than the top two, is Wilmot a team that we need to pay attention to? Is Burlington? What do you think on that? I think uh, I think it's one of those uh, presidential election things. I think it's too close to call at this point, or too early to call. But uh, Waterford's for real. Burlington's got a ton of kids back, so they're for real. I, I think Wilmot, Wilmot's that one that uh, we'll see. I know defensively they'll be – They'll be unbelievable. So I, I think they're a team that's that's built through the defense. So they'll be in every game, you know. And I think they just they lost two big guns on offense, 
and how quickly can they uh, create a di- little different identity and how quickly can they get guys in little spots to run their own. But with, with that defense they've got there, uh, I would just say they're going to be in every single game. So offensively, offensively if they come around, uh, they're another team that, that has built pretty well. Yeah, that A.J. Frisbee, gonna, he's going to be a tough kid to replace. Yeah, he is. He was, uh, you know, the high school version of Cam Newton, just a, a big, giant guy that uh, was quick, and, and he's hard to replace. And so he is a good coach down there. He knows what he's doing. He's an offensive mindset guy. So he, I, I, my bet would be he's going to figure it out pretty quick and, and put those guys in positions to move the ball. So I, And I know the defense is going to carry him early on. We're talking to Matt Hensler, head football coach at Lee Geneva Badger. You know, the other thing I'd show your boys is when Travis lists the players to watch, I, I I don't see one of your kids on there, Coach. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, not for lack of looking. That's but. right. I, I look deep, too. I don't see any of them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's okay. It's, uh, it's definitely okay with me. Um, we tend to not do well when we read our own name in the press. I, I don't know what the heck it is with that, but our kids are, are – Frankly, they're they're relatively immune to that kind of stuff. They just, you know, well, it's, I don't know if it's they're smart about it or they're just disinterested. But they, they don't really pay too much attention to that stuff. They're like, okay, well, we'll just go to work. No big deal. That's well, that's the way you want them, man. How's yeah. this? How's the staff look this year? A lot of turnover. No old guys. Really? Yeah. Um, you know, we had a, a longtime veteran old line coach, Mac McBride. He moved on, uh, hung him up. My my dad after. 74 years, hung it up. He's no longer, no longer with us uh, on the field, which I gave him a, I gave him a hard time yesterday. Bill Schneider at Kansas State, 78 years old. <laughs> the guy just signed a five-year contract. Man, so, your your dad's getting lazy on us. It's unbelievable. Well, my dad was quick to point out that Bill, Bill Schneider's contract was for four million a year. <laughs> <laughs> if I offered him that, he'd be back. Man, that's awesome! Was he gonna? He'll still be at games and stuff. Oh yeah, he was down on the field last night for the scrimmage, and we had to back him up. <laughs> yeah, so that retirement isn't a full retirement. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's a loose interpretation. Man. man, that's awesome. How's your your wife and family? The kids are good. Things are great. Uh, uh, junior, he's uh, he's eight years old now, so he's been spending all two days of practice. First time he's been able to do that. Man, he's loving it, loving life. Yeah, don't let him get hurt. You know that baseball story. He got hurt like three times in two games or something, didn't he? That was rough. That was rough. That was a rough patch. It was a learning environment. Hey, uh, my favorite was my favorite was when he did he break his arm or something? Yeah. Tone tone yeah. rub some dirt on it. Or no, it's yeah. that's a long way from the heart, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it was. Long way from your heart, son. Two days later, we found out it was broken. So, <laughs> so he moved him a receiver, McMillan. That's what he did. That's awesome. he, he moved him out. Said, "Go play a receiver. You're fine." Let him get healed up while we run the ball. I love the yeah, Hensler right. stories. Hey, coach, I look forward to seeing you week three uh, down yeah, at Waterford. Wait. And uh, anything you need, uh, I, I appreciate all the time you give me in this show. It's awesome. It's great what you guys are doing for high school football, high school kids, and high school coaches. It's awesome. Great. Matt Hensler, thank you very much, man. Have a good day. You too, buddy. You, hey, we can get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to look at this week's schedule. We're going to pick a couple of games that if we could get to, other than the Muskego game, what games we'd go to. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. Presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Ryan McMillan. He's the athletic director at Muskego High School. Man, this has been a busy show. Yeah. Too good. fast. Yeah, I, I like spending more time just chatting with you. <laughs> but Steve Jones from Kimberly, Travis Wilson, Wade Lebecki, Jack Rankins, recruiting realities. He's good. Colin Brunton, who's the head football coach at Lakeland. Faith Colas from Salvation Army. Make sure you get out to your local pick-and-save stores. When you're there, pick up some uh, back-to-school supplies and put them in that Salvation Army bin and help the kids in our community that, that are going to need help getting school supplies. And then Matt Hensler from Lake Geneva Badger. You know, I just touched on it a little bit when we had Matt. Year two now for you. Um, easier this year or harder this year not coaching? Um, thus far, probably easier. Cause okay. I, I mean, I got a lot of the personal life stuff organized, you know, the family's organized. We know what to expect. I, I mean, I got great relationships with the people at, uh, Muskego now and, um, a lot of things moving, you know, right. obviously it's busy and it's, it's good that way. But, uh, cause I was, I was wondering Ryan and I don't maybe I'm maybe off base, but I was thinking with it being new last year and you not, you know, knowing which way you're going, I thought that you would you would miss it less because you're moving so much, mm-hmm. trying to get yourself situated. And this year, you know, now it's like okay, now you're kind of there, and you you have a template on how to do this. Do you start? Does your mind start wandering? Man, maybe I do miss some of this. Uh, there's always times where you you missed certain aspects, kind of like what I alluded to earlier in the show. I mean, the relationships and things, but you brought up uh you're always moving and flying with all the building and all the oh, things man. that we got going on in Muskego. the days are flying by and then uh there's, get, hey ryan there's a lot of good things going on there phenomenal it's awesome from the youth programs to the to the high school there that community is one that man a lot of people moving in trying to move into it and i think that the youth programs and the the, the athletic programs at the high school man they're all doing well yeah, and the the athletic program is great. And the cool thing you talked about families shopping around and taking a look at school districts, the academic side of Muskego is lights out. I yeah. mean, they got some great programming and they got unique opportunities that they're building. Our superintendent really has a great vision, and and she's got everybody on board. And our high school principal, in particular, um, is lockstep, and and they're moving forward. And the board's supportive, and and there, there's a lot of good things going on in Muskego, and. If you got young kids and you're looking to settle down in a safe place that's going to uh, provide great programming and and live a little bit of suburban life, that that'd be the place for me. Boy, I'll tell you what, you uh you got there at a good time. Yeah, you know very what the, fortunate. the time very fortunate the timing on it uh, for you is really good. And from the people that I I talk about you behind your back a lot, and uh, there's <laughs> good nothing, things. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing but good things that people are saying about the job you're doing. So keep up the good work. And I, I, I love the fact that you won't be able to get here with me every Saturday, but every Saturday that you're available, man, I'd love to have you. Just, uh, um, I, I, you have such a keen insight into this, and we, we agree a lot with with how this thing should work and how it should happen and how parents should be and how right. student-athletes should act. And uh, it doesn't always go the way we think it should, but but I think we – we agree on a lot of ways that that it would work if people would just listen to us, right? Yeah, there's a light, there's a bigger picture and a light at the end of the tunnel, and keeping that perspective is important for for athletes, coaches, parents, you name it. 
So if uh, I'm sure you're going to be at the Muskego Auction North game. Yes. If if that one was on a Thursday and you you could pick another one or two on that Friday, I, I look at the ones in your conference and certainly, man, Kettle Moraine and McGuanagall, or I'm sorry, Catholic Memorial and McGuanagall, Kettle Moraine, Waukesha West, you can't couldn't go wrong with either one of those. Yeah, I would. Uh, I personally would go to Kettle Moraine and Waukesha West just because Waukesha West was that that team last year that everyone was looking at and it. Um, it didn't all materialize at the very end, and then Kettle Moraine was a team that probably no one was looking at, and they made the playoffs, and they got a lot of positive momentum coming out of last year. And yeah, coach comes good, yeah, and let uh, Coach Gum and Coach Rux are you know that's going to be a very very competitive game. Yeah, I I agree with that. You know, a couple the the one that we have on Thursday night, uh, Marquette and Arrowhead. Um, Look, I don't know how good, and I'll find out, and I'll do a little research before, obviously, that game on Thursday. But traditionally, two strong, strong programs from two really good conferences. And I think Fritz kind of righted the ship a little bit last year. Mm -hmm. And I think Coach Maz, I saw him in Sendix about three weeks ago, and he had a smile. He said, yeah, we we got a chance to be okay. You know, when a coach tells you that, you know, and he's an honest guy, and he said, we got a chance. We'll see how it goes. But it's it it should be a good first game for us to kick off this uh, this year for TNL again Thursday night uh, seven o'clock on Channel Twenty Four and I think I'm getting more airtime this year. That's a good thing for you. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good thing for people watching, but not bad. A um, couple other ones: the Greater Metro. You know, you you look at uh, some of those schools and and Brookfield East, Tosa West. I wonder how good Tosa West will be. I know that I talked to Coach Good, and they, they've got, you know, some some pieces that are awfully good. Number five ranked senior in the state of Wisconsin, uh, playing there. Uh, the Germantown Menominee Falls game. I know Coach Davis feeling pretty good, but I'd maybe go out and watch that running back play a little bit. Yeah, that uh, he's a Davis kid, and he uh, that's going to be Wisconsin. Very, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a very competitive game, and those two schools are real close, border rivals, and. There'll be some emotions. Wherever you go, week one, you never know. You never know. Whether you're the, the favorite, going to be awesome, or you're just starting out. It uh, Week one is probably the most stressful game of a head coach's whole season because you just don't know. And then once you start to figure things out, you heard uh, going back to Coach Hensler talk about the kids coming off the field saying, Coach, I forgot everything. Everything. Uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> that, don't, you just that, don't know. That happened to me. I just never told a coach that. Right. You know? Honest kids down there. He's, he's Man, I guess. I don't know what he, what they're doing. Um, the other one I might want to go to, uh, Whitnell and Martin Luther. Um, Whitnell handled Martin Luther pretty good last year. Um, but I, I, that's where I coach basketball, and they've got some pieces back at Martin Luther. Uh, running back and a quarterback that's pretty good and some receivers and some linebackers. I It'd be interesting to see if they can hang with Winton a little bit longer uh, this year. And, and the running back they have, Darius, is as good as they get. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the kid play, do yourself a favor. Go watch him. Yep. Go watch him play because he's, uh, he's really excited. Doesn't come off the field much. In fact, almost never. And that's the problem with, with school that size. Mm-hmm. But he is plays safety. And he plays running back, and every time he touches the ball, there's a chance he's going to take it to the house. So he's uh, he's a good one to watch. Hey, Coach, thanks a lot, man. I, I you said your family, everything's in order, everybody's good. Yeah, absolutely. We're uh, we're happy and healthy, and that's all you can ask for. Yeah, there's there's no doubt. Good luck uh, 
Sure, make sure if if you have any problems with uh, with Mr. Ellerson, you just let me know. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, that, it, when does that go up? By the way, uh, it will go up August twenty fourth. That's a big scoreboard. Yep, going to block a few people's view of the. Yep. Well, it is what it is, right? We got the steel in the ground right now, or they're pouring the foundation uh, late this week, early next week. So that'll be there. So. So Gary can get a good picture of what it might look like in a couple of weeks. It'll block it out. So, but we're uh, he's a great guy, great community guy, and we uh, yeah. have a lot of good positive conversations. We got to get him a chair up in the press box, something yeah. like that. That'll we'll make him happy. Him. You got it, Ryan. Thanks a lot. Have a good Thank week. You. you as well. You, you bet. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save Stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.